Welcome to Blog Talk Radio in High Fidelity. for joining me for Modern Living with Dr. Angela. I'm your host, Dr. Angela Chester. My guest today is author Avraham Azrieli, and we are going to talk about his new book, Deborah Calling. It is the second novel in the Deborah Rising series, an inspiring historical adventure about the first woman to lead a nation in human history. Well, in the tradition of the Red Tent, the Fifth Mountain, and The Alchemist. This absorbing novel delivers an inspiring story of suspense and adventure in pursuit of freedom and self-determination, starring a courageous young woman on her way to becoming the most powerful female leader in the ancient world. Well, of course, listeners, you know that I am going to put those beautiful links down at the bottom because I know you're going to want to get a copy. The website is listed there, azrielibooks.com. Facebook, of course, facebook.com forward slash Avraham Azrieli. And, of course, on Twitter, it is at the handle Avraham Azrieli. Now, if you're saying, well, I'm not listening on an enhanced version, don't worry. Simply highlight, right-click, and select Go. It will take you to the appropriate pages. And we have a few breaks brought to you today by to Music by Take My Hand. You guys are familiar with that song. And let's not delay any further because I'm excited about this particular book, and I want you to be as well. So good morning, Abraham. How are you? Thank you so much for being on the show today. I'm wonderful. Thank you for having me. Thank you. So I want to make sure that our listeners are familiar a little bit with your series. So we understand that the book is called Deborah Calling. It's in the the second novel in the Deborah Rising series. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Of course. Uh, Deborah Rising, the first novel in the series, came out um, by uh, publisher HarperCollins in 2016. And the new novel, Deborah Calling, uh, came out uh, recently, and now is a, both of them are available uh, either as an ebook or a paperback. Uh, the story behind them is uh, really uh, trying to solve a puzzle or a riddle about how a young woman was able to rise to become a national leader, a judge, as well as a prophet uh, during ancient times in Israel, about 3,300 years ago. Uh, which was a time when women had absolutely no chance of rising to any position of power, let alone own property, testify, or really have any control over their own fate. Uh, so this is an interesting story, and I'm trying to really uh, uh, explain, so to speak, how she uh, was able to do it. 
by dramatizing uh, his story against that backdrop of the ancient world. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, um, for those who um, may not be familiar, um, is this a fiction book? Is this nonfiction? So is Deborah real, or is she a made-up person? Well, Deborah the prophet uh, is a historical figure. Uh, there is um, uh, a chapter dedicated to her in the Book of Judges, which is part of the Bible. Um, and uh, the time she existed uh, is during the period of the Judges of ancient Israel, which is about 3,300 years ago. And uh, the Bible doesn't give us a lot, but it gives us a beautiful uh, song called Song of Deborah uh, and some description of how a woman... Um, which um, there's no description of her origins, her parents, or how she was able to reach such a position. But the Bible mm-hmm. just introduces her and says, during that time, uh, Deborah was the mother of the nation, the judge, the prophet, and then describes a, a tremendous battle in which uh, she was able to liberate the Israelites from uh, a very powerful Canaanite king uh, named mm-hmm. Yavin or Yavin, who uh, was the king of Hasor, which was the largest city at the time uh, in that part of the uh, ancient uh, world, in in what is now called Israel, obviously. Uh, So this is an interesting story. Uh, The the story itself in Deborah Rising and Deborah Calling is fiction in the sense that I'm dramatizing and imagining, really, uh, her youth, and her young years, and how she's mm-hmm. able to gain that kind of strength and resilience and smarts, really, uh, to mm-hmm. become a leader. But it is based on a true historical figure, which is Deborah, uh, who is really the first woman that we know of, that we have an actual written record of, to lead a nation in the, in the ancient world, uh, which is very unusual. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what inspired you to write Deborah Collins? I grew up in Israel, and uh, I used to uh, hike a lot and tour a lot. Um, I, um, I received a very um, extensive uh, Talmudic education, including, um, you know, biblical history. And one mm-hmm. of the favorite sites is uh, a mountain uh, in uh, uh, the lower part of the Galilee, really in the Disrael Valley, uh, where uh, there's a mountain called Mount Tabor, or Tabor in Hebrew, uh, which is uh, very interesting, very steep, and uh, standing up uh, above the um, Kishon uh, stream or Kishon River. And that is the location mm-hmm. of that battle. So I've learned about it uh, as a kid and um, visited the place and saw some of the archaeological diggings. And, uh, you know, over the years, um, many years, as I've become a writer and wrote other novels, I've always kind of thought about Deborah as a very unusual figure in the ancient world, a woman, but so brave and so smart. She was able to defeat a huge army with, you know, uh, um, steel chariots. This was really the strongest army uh, in that region, Uh, and she was very Mm -hmm. clever. She was using um, uh, recent rains to kind of drive those chariots into swamps created by the overflowing river uh, and and, uh, really liberated her people. So this mm-hmm. has been brewing for a long time, and uh, now I'm I'm having fun writing it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Isn't it wonderful when you can write about something that inspires you, but at the same time have a really great time writing it? I think it really comes out 
in the in the words that we choose and the reader is able to capture some of that fun and excitement that you have for the topic yes there is there is a wonderful reaction um continuous reaction from readers uh, i received letters and, and emails uh, and it's really uh, the character is just so fascinating young woman in a, mm. a terrible adversity uh, we don't have to look back uh, to biblical times to see how women are treated in that part of the world even today mm-hmm. large parts mm-hmm. of the middle east and africa uh, you see women are treated as badly as they were treated 3000 years ago no mm-hmm. rights that, completely uh, subject to the control of the uh, you know their brothers their fathers and then their husbands mm-hmm. uh, multiple wives serving the same husbands no control over you know their you know um, own family let alone property um, serving mm-hmm. as a witness uh, so mm-hmm. you can actually see a lot, you know, large parts of the world, even today, where mm-hmm. women have absolutely no chance of, of rising anywhere because they don't have any rights. And in that right. respect, Deborah's story, I think, is inspiring. Most definitely. And I think that we've um, we've really forgotten about that in many times uh, living in the United States, that um just because we have certain rights or privileges or opportunities, um, you forget that that is not extended to all of uh, your fellow sisters of of this great globe of ours. Um, and it and it just can really sadden you when you think about um, the opportunities that are not av- uh, available to some of our our fellow sisters. Well, listeners, we need to take a very short break, but when we get back, we are going to continue this wonderful conversation. We'll be back right after this. back. Thank you so much for joining me for Modern Living with Dr. Angela. I am your host, Dr. Angela Chester. Today, we are talking about a very intriguing book entitled Deborah Calling. It is the second novel in the Deborah Rising series, and we have author Avraham Azrieli on the line today. And if you want to follow him on social media, it is, of course, listed in the description, the website, Facebook, and Twitter. Well, Abraham, if you had one thing in particular that you wanted the readers to take away from reading this book, what would that be? I think there is an interesting aspect of faith, which does not necessarily mean submission to uh, a higher power, but what I'm exploring really is how faith, especially in the ancient world where people have had many gods, they had physical gods, they had effigies, they have, you know, um, the beginning really, the early days of uh, monotheism where people believed in one god uh, who was not seen or, or, you know, touched. What I see, what I see in, in some of the responses of readers is that they're really inspired by the fact that a person can have faith not only in a creator or a higher power, but really faith in their own 
destiny. And this is why the book is called Deborah Calling, because Deborah realizes that she has a calling. She has a true calling. She has a mission in life. She has a, a higher purpose to serve, which is really to bring justice uh, and, and honesty and, and uh, fairness to the society she lives in. And in that respect, I think the gift of finding your own true calling can be not only inspiring mentally and, and emotionally, but actually gives you uh, the opportunity and also the energy and the drive and the internal source of power to achieve a lot more than what you think is possible. And in Deborah's case, she is a girl and a young woman achieving something that no other young woman or any woman really achieved before her and for a long time after her. And even today, we don't have that many uh, political leaders, successful political leaders uh, who are women. So in that respect, that's what uh, readers are taking from the book is an inspiration of uh, believing and finding your true calling. What is your mission in life? What is the higher purpose? And from that, drawing tremendous uh, resilience and ability to overcome hardship and reach that goal. And I think that's really the key that I'm trying to explore with Deborah's story. Mm -hmm. That is so wonderful. Um, and I think it's it's great that anyone who wants to inspire another, to motivate someone else, to empower someone else, you know, you really, you want to spend some time with that person because that's such a wonderful need people to continue to encourage us in all that we do. And I want to say thank you so much for uh, inspiring each and every reader of your book. Thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you for having me. And listeners, of course, you know, thank you for being here with me each and every week, for being the great listening audience. So important that uh, you guys are acknowledged as well, because without you, where would I be? So I want to very quickly say thank you to my top listening countries, and, and um, that would be the United States of America the United Kingdom, Hong Kong, Canada, and Israel. Thank you so much for being my top five countries of the week. And as always, listeners, may the Lord continue to shine his face upon you. May you receive his grace and his mercy in all that you do. And until next time, have a great, great week. Be awesome, everyone. Bye-bye.